Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now... Here's your host, Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. It's a penny for your thoughts coming your way here on this Thursday. Got some sunshine at the moment. It was sunny, and then it was cloudy, and then it's sunny again. It's supposed to be windy today, and they say winds gusting past 45 miles an hour with a high of 49. I don't know what that means for wind chill. A low of 19 tonight. Yikes. And a high of 36 tomorrow. Partly sunny on Saturday and a high of 46. How you doing today? On this Thursday, you can join us. As you heard Gene mention, 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us talk at wdws.com. Busy show today. We'll do some open line time here during the first hour. Also, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Iwo Jima. We'll explain that, their anniversary uh, today of the uh, flag raising at uh, Iwo Jima, the famous photo that was taken. We'll hear from Ray Elliott about that coming up in a little bit after the bottom of the hour. We've got some uh, cast members of the Champaign-Urbana Theater Company with uh, Arsenic and Old Lace. They start uh, production on that at the Station Theater coming up in early March. Not this weekend, but the next weekend, and then the time after that as well. So we'll tell you about that. And then near the end of the show, Hickory Point Bank will be with us. Uh, Steve Talk will stop by, and we'll see what he wants to uh, talk about today. And I think it has to do with Habitat for Humanity. So we'll explain what all that's about right near the very end of the show. we got basketball coverage tonight. Illinois basketball tonight against Northwestern. The Illini women lose last night to Nebraska in their regular season home finale. They have one more game to go, and then the Big Ten women's tournament next week in Minneapolis. Uh, The Illini men heading down the stretch as well. Northwestern here coming up tonight at 8 in a rematch of a game back in early January that Northwestern won in a game where they shot 32 of 40 from the free throw line, 40 free throw attempts. Illini fouled way too much, didn't give themselves a chance in the second half and wound up losing by about 13, I think, in that game. So that's ahead tonight. 8 o'clock will be the tip time, 6 o'clock for our game day coverage from State Farm Center coming up this evening. And then one home game left after that for the Illini men. All right, what else is happening? Early voting begins today here locally. The municipal elections are coming up, in case you had not heard, in early April. You can start voting early at the Brookins Center starting today. That turbine crash 
at the uh, Prairie, Tail, uh, Prairie Trail Wind Farm east of Paxton. News Gazette with an article on that today. A substantial amount of oil spilled into the ground at that site. The IEPA has been looking into it. Salute to FFA uh, Chapters and Agribusiness 2023 section today. High School Confidential section is in there today. I mean, they crank out a lot of stuff in the uh, News Gazette. Uh, approaching the one-year anniversary of the uh, Russia invasion of Ukraine. Here we are a year later. Is China now supporting Russia? Have they formed a military alliance? A lot of discussion about that. Former President Trump visits the Ohio train site crash yesterday, right there near the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, due to visit today. And uh, students and staff walk out at uh, over in uh, Slarman in uh, Danville, the North Academy there. So that's a News Gazette story as well. And also the future of Urbana's Wiley Elementary. Discussed a lot of folks turned out for that last night at the Urbana School Board meeting. So there's a lot of uh, local news there as far as, as that goes. And, of course, uh, national news. We touched on some of those stories. Joe Biden's been in uh, Eastern Europe the last few days. You've seen that in Poland and in uh, Kiev and other spots along the way. Hunter Biden misses a House Oversight Committee deadline. Democrats considering break with tradition to get Biden more judges. There's a whole story on that, which I was going to talk about, and then I started reading it, and it's like, really? I mean, it's... <laughs> Just the whole discussion of it, it's like, it sounds like we're in grade school arguing over something. But anyway, it's, it's a story out there. Uh, House committee demands audit of all economic military uh, aid to Ukraine. Tim Scott, senator from South Carolina, lays out an optimistic vision in his visit to Iowa. DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, prepping possible 2024 bid, hosting top donors and influencers. Yeah, if you're going to run in 2024, you got to start now. Better start raising money because it ain't, is not going to be cheap. So anyway, those are some of the uh, stories that are out there. And again, the CUTC folks just after the news at 10. Hickory Point Bank in here as well. Uh, and the Habitat for Humanity folks. So all of that uh, today on a busy show. Judge McCuskey, who's now the Legislative Inspector General in Springfield, who, of course, a longtime federal judge and uh, circuit judge, He'll be with us uh, tomorrow in the 9 o'clock hour. And then, yes, it is the last hour, the last Friday of the month tomorrow, our monthly flashback Friday. February is a short month, so it comes quick. We'll be into March next week. 9-12 at DWS on a penny for your thoughts. We'll get it started with your phone calls, emails, and texts next. Yeah, I sure can try to put love to it, but Gonna move it when the bones are good. The rest don't matter. Yeah, the pain could feel. The glass could shatter. Let it rain. Back on a penny for your thoughts. 217 356 9397 is our number. Text line at 217 351 And you can email us talk at wdws.com. If you missed any of the show yesterday, Justice Robert Steigman was with us. You can go to WDWS.com and go to podcast and uh, figure out, and you can enjoy uh, the show from yesterday, Judge McCuskey tomorrow, 
here on a penny for your thoughts. All right, a couple of uh, texts left over from yesterday uh, talking about newspaper reporting and so forth. Uh, hi, Brian and Judge. I'm sorry we didn't get to this one. Poor, past poor reporting by the news media seems to have become the excuse by the news media now to cover up bad behavior. So they don't mind covering up Hunter's laptop is real, that Hillary, the Democrats, the FBI paid for the Steele dossier. They used to accuse Trump of Russian collusion, which Mueller found no evidence of. Whether it's the news media of today or the past, they should do their best to inform the public truthfully and not run interference for the Democrats. And somebody said, how can we stop artificial intelligence from determining what disinformation is if the if they're written by biased people, algorithms are written by biased people. Okay. Uh, all right. 217-356-9397. Uh, hi, Brian. The Wildcats will get off to a quick start. Never look back as they'll sweep the Illini in the regular season, somebody says. Have a great day. Must be a Northwestern fan. <laughs> I, I think it would be a great game. The Northwestern's really good. Their guards are terrific. Bowie and Audige. Uh, Chris Collins, I think, has another tournament team on his hands. But, I mean, the, what beat Illinois was Illinois in that game up in Evanston. I mean, uh, they fouled way too much. And uh, Northwestern was 32 of 40 from the foul line. They didn't give themselves a chance. And they led for a part of the game. And then Northwestern, I think, had a – a lead at half, and then at one point they used a 20-2 to two run in the second half to uh, rally from behind and go ahead and win the ball game. But uh, the Illini, I think, had won eight in a row against Northwestern going into that game back in January. And it's a different team now, two different teams really. And, but it should be a good matchup tonight, 8 o'clock, Illinois and the Cats over at State Farm Center. If you've been involved in an accident, folks to contact, Yellow Miller Paint and Collision Repair. Jim at Ogden says they did a great job on repairs. I was confused on the bill, and Corey was helpful and prompt in explaining the details. Also, a previous repair was done poorly at another shop. You guys cleaned up the mess. Thank you, they say. Illinois State Police. They said, I've always taken my car to another shop when the repairs were needed. Never has my car looked any better. You did a very, very good job. Needless to say, you've gained a customer for life, they say. And Gordon in Urbana he said, hey, Gallo Miller, we can always count on a quality job from them. That's why we always take our vehicles to them. So you can take my word for it. You can take uh, all the folks that were just mentioned there, their word for it. Gallo Miller, paint and collision repair. Go to gallomiller.com for all their services. And again, they hope you don't need their service, but if you do, they'll make the process as smooth as possible. South side of I-74 between the Neal and Prospect exits. We'll talk a little bit about the flag raising at Iwo Jima. On this day, 1945, look back at that. Uh, Ray Elliott will check in with us in a little bit. And we'll have the uh, cast of the CUTC uh, production of Arsenic and Old Lace coming up after the news at 10. And then at uh, 10.40, Steve Tock and the folks at Hickory Point Bank will be by. We'll let them explain what they are going to uh, talk about here today as well involving Habitat for Humanity. Uh, good morning, Brian. I was watching the Kentucky Wildcats last night. I didn't like that the Florida Gators fan did when he tried to grab one of the Kentucky players while he was saving the ball from 
going out of bounds. The Florida fan should have his courtside seats revoked. I haven't seen that video. I have to take a look at that. That's interesting. Yeah, Kentucky's been up and down this year for sure. And uh, Louisville's been awful. Louisville's had a great program all these years, great tradition. I think they've won four games all year. Four and 23 or something like that. So so if you think you're having it rough, you could be Louisville, right? <laughs> 920, uh, Bob is with us. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Yes, how are you? You know who this is? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of got so used to me, you know my voice. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, Hank Sanford sort of mentioned, and I, I just want to spread the word to other churches out here that that maybe within a year or two, he said, it'd be nice if we would have a revival at State Farm or even fill the, the uh, stadium that uh, I just hope people are listening to me out there that does go to the church. If they mention it to their pastors or the leaders of their church to get with other leaders out through Urbana-Champaign to maybe have a revival because I feel like the same thing where you really do need it but there is all this tragedy going on and severe storms and and everything that the Bible does mention that uh, wars and rumors of wars that uh, I think I, th- I think it's time that we get everybody possible together that uh, we can uh, pass the word on and bring some people to with God and Jesus and that uh, if there's any seniors out there, Hank Sanford is our minister at Weber Street and he's a very good speaker. He speaks directly from the Bible and anybody is welcome. And CU Church, uh, Jason is very good with young people. He works with some of the students that uh, U of I that mm-hmm. might have problems and, and stuff. So I just want to pass that out to, I hope people are listening, to pass the word on. It would be wonderful if in the state of Illinois that someplace we can have a big revival and 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 just talk and pray and and just take from there. So I'm just passing the word on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be nice if we can have, because uh, other places are starting with everything that's going on around the world. Other places are starting to have revivals. It'd be nice if we can have one right here. Yeah, and this is, has to do with the Asbury um, revival that's going on there. And, um, yeah, it's spread apparently to a couple of other places. Samford University, Lee University, and Cedarville, if you've been reading about that and following it. So I appreciate that, Bob. Yeah, I'll just uh, hope people are listening and get to their leaders of the church and have them call other churches and and and, and see where it can go from there. That, uh, that So we can just spread the word. So that's my message for today. 
and I'll keep everybody in prayer for this. Okay, very good. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Yep, yes, sir. Yeah, this is from uh, Asbury University, if you've been following that. What began as a uh, chapel service, and it's just uh, the service just kind of never stopped. Worship continued uh, once it started, standing room only. Students began to arrive from other universities, Purdue, Kentucky, Georgetown College, Transylvania, Ohio Christian University. Worship continued throughout the day on Friday all through the night. One writer saying, on Saturday morning I had a hard time finding a seat. By evening the building was packed beyond capacity. Some students and others stayed in the chapel to pray through the night. So anyway, that uh, there's a lot of lot of things on social media about it. So it's interesting. Asbury University, nine twenty four at DWS, and Bob says let's uh, let's bring it here. There you go, nine twenty five. Back in a moment here on Penny. On a penny for your thoughts. Hope you're doing well. Got the sunshine out, warmed up a little bit. Now it's going to plummet again. We've had some weird weather lately. I mean, just up to 50 or so and then back down to 19 tonight. 217-356-9397 is our number. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at WDWS.com. Open line up until 10. C-U-T-C-N, the Champaign-Urbana Theater Company. A little more on that revival coming up here in a little bit. I've dug a little deeper on it. Uh, Ray Elliott is with us here this morning. How are you, Ray? I'm fine, Brian. How hey, are you? good to hear from you. Big, uh, big uh, anniversary today. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to uh, call in this morning and remind your listeners that uh, uh, Sunday the 19th was a D-Day uh, on Iwo Jima 78 years ago. Uh, that's when the 4th and 5th Marine Division uh, landed on uh, this tiny remote island. Uh, that was one of the bloodiest battles of World War II. And then today is uh, February the 23rd was the day in 1945 when uh, the Marines raised the American flag on the top of Mount Sarabachi. Uh, to be to be historically accurate, uh, there were two flags raised that day, and that's caused some confusion. But at any rate, the Associated Press uh, photographer Joe Rosenthal captured that second larger flag that was being raised. And that photo is w- one of the most famous, arguably one of the most famous photographs ever taken. And it was instrumental. A lot of people don't realize it. it was instrumental in helping raise $26.3 billion in the last bond drive of the war to help end that war. And uh, then the, the photograph also uh, earned Rosenthal the Pulitzer Prize. And I, I wanted to note today that there's a national effort underway to name a Navy ship after Rosenthal, 78 years after uh, he took that picture, um, and, to, and to the war and to, and to show how his famous photo uh, captured the uh, boosted the morale of the country after more than four years of the war, and uh, it's being spearheaded by the Marine Corps Correspondence uh, Combat Correspondence Association and several other veterans groups. 
Uh, we have a letter from the Secretary of the Navy, uh, Carlo, Carlos Del Toro, and indicating he's open to, to getting it done, but we got to get some people behind it. So we're talking with senators and congressmen, military leaders, uh, to try to get this done. And we're also encouraging the general public to sign a national petition and join in advocating support to the legislators. Uh, you can go online to ussjoe.org and click on the sign the petition uh, link to add to their names to the effort. I hope you do. Not a lot of people remember uh, or know who Joe Rosenthal was, uh, even though it's one of the most uh, reproduced photos in history. And it will honor Joe, and it will also honor the thousands of the United States Marines who fought and died on Iwo to help mm. preserve the freedom. And you know, as a combat photographer, Joe had a great deal of respect for the Marines. He was with during the war, and he was humble about the impact of his work uh, on the world. He once said, I took the photo, but the Marines took Iwo Jima. And that's that's my story today. Wow. Yeah, that's a great story. Give the website again, Ray. It's uh, ussjoe.org. Uh, I'm sorry, Ray. Say it again. ussjoe.org. Ussjoe. J-O-E. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Joe Rosenthal. Yeah. Well, it's uh, and I think I've read uh, that I guess two or three of the men in that photo later died taking Iwo yeah, Jima. Three, three of them got killed before the uh, yeah uh, before the bond drive uh, even took place. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, and the in Iwo Jima at the time. What made it so important? Because there were twenty two thousand Japanese troops on that island. What, uh, well, the the uh, bombing raids on uh, Japan mainland were coming from Saipan and Tinian and Guam, and uh, the radar would would uh, pick them up as they were flying uh, toward Japan, and then the Japanese would be ready for that and, and send their uh, ships out, or send their planes out uh, for them. So it, it was important. And then on the way back, a lot of them were damaged, and they they had no place else to land. Uh, I think the the first plane landed on Iwo Jima uh, on the way back from uh, bombing in Japan on uh, May the 4th, hmm. or not May the 4th, excuse me, uh, February the uh, March the 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it saved to something like 2,500 uh, uh, airmen uh, with a, having a landing place there on the way back after being damaged. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, I've seen the monument in, in D.C. It's, uh, it's an impressive monument, too. Well, and they, they've got several of them around. They got one in Texas and a couple of other places. And then uh, uh, Laura Dietz is uh, making, uh, trying to get one uh, on Camp Pendleton, overlooking the uh, five and the uh, Pacific Ocean. Uh, it's not done yet, but uh, it, it, it's you know it, it really boosted the morale of people. Uh, Absolutely. Hmm. Back at that time. Yeah. Well, Ray, thank you for reminding us of that. February twenty third, nineteen forty five, and um, go to that website, and you can uh, get this petition going. And that'd be a great honor yeah. for him. If you know anybody, uh, any politicians who has that kind of clout, uh, give them a call as well, because we we need some clout. Hmm. Very good, Ray. Thank you for all you do for us on this. Well, thank you, Brian, hmm. for having this on there this morning because I think it's very important to the American people. Yes, it is. Thank you, Ray. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. 940 at DWS. Ray Elliott there. And again, yeah, Joe Rosenthal was the uh, photographer that Associated Press and uh, the famous photos during the uh, bloody battle for Iwo Jima.
U.S. Marines from the 3rd Platoon E Company, 2nd Battalion, 28th Regiment of the 5th Division. And uh, after a heavy bombardment, Marines advanced inch by inch under heavy fire from Japanese artillery and suffered suicidal charges from the Japanese infantry. More than 6,000 Americans died, as we mentioned, including three men from that photo. And some 17,000 were wounded. And of the original 22,000 Japanese defenders on the uh, island there of Iwo Jima, only 200 were captured alive. So uh, great history there, and we appreciate Ray uh, reminding us of it, February 23rd, 1945. All right, 942, let me get a break in. Back with some more here. Phone calls, emails, and texts on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Back after this. Back on a penny for your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Roost by Roger, one of our sponsors here on a penny for your thoughts. Getting ready for the uh, spring. It feels like spring right now, and maybe that's the time to think about getting a new roof if you need one, and it's it's a big step, let me tell you. It's a big, big step to do that. Uh, they can help finance it, 217-834-3800, if that helps it make a little more uh, reasonable for you as far as uh, you know making payments and so forth because again it's a big big commitment and they'll work with your insurance company they'll uh, do free roof inspection maybe you're not sure if you need a new roof maybe you're like yeah it's been up there for 15 20 years i don't know uh, how old it is or what shape it's in they can do uh, a uh, free inspection for you 217-834-3800 they work with your insurance company fully licensed and insured rated a plus with a bbb Quality craftsmanship, professional staff. Roofs by Roger. Roofs by Roger. R-O-D-G-E-R is how you spell Roger. They've been doing this since the mid-80s. At least Roger has, and I think he was in it before then. Roofs by Roger. All right, 217-356-9397. Text line, 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. I was looking a little more at the um, Asbury Revival. It's in Wilmore, Kentucky, a massive worship service. This was from, when was this written here? This was written Saturday. A massive worship service has been rolling nonstop for nearly two weeks. The event at Asbury University is so popular, people have flown from across the country, standing in line outside the college's main chapel for an opportunity to take part in the singing, praying, and discussion unfolding within. The Asbury Revival, as it's been called, has captured the attention and imagination of every possible circle in the uh, Christian world. Among their endless debates are some questions likely shared on the outside looking at the commotion. What in the world's going on? What exactly is a Christian revival? Revivals, as they are understood in many denominations of the church, are meetings, sometimes stretching hours or days, during which participants experience or facilitate a revival of spiritual energy. Rooted in the Protestant Reformation, American evangelism came to birth in the 1740s in the Great Awakening, a coalition of local revival movements in North America, Europe, and Great Britain. 
It was written by Mark Shaw, the author of Global Awakening. By the 20th century, revivals had caught on in other denominations. In the 1940s and 50, the 50s, the healing revival movement swept the country, led by prominent leader Oral Roberts. Of course, there's a whole university in uh, Tulsa with his name on it. These tent revivals would sometimes last for a week. Of course, Billy Graham held hundreds of uh, revival services beginning in the 1940s and up through until he passed away. Through the uh, decades, these revival meetings went global. According to Christian Ministry, church revivals served two main purposes, one to revitalize the spiritual life of its members and two to gain new followers. This all began at Asbury University on February 8th, a normal church service. According to Asbury College students and leaders, a gospel choir sang at the end of the service. Some students stuck around afterward. The gathering got attention on social media with content about the meeting racking up millions of viewers as the days passed. Videos on Instagram and TikTok show people swaying to worship music, weeping, repenting their sins, and encouraging the testimonies of their fellow attendees. Mark Whitworth, the university's vice president of communications, told NBC News social media was the mechanism leading to people's discovery of the event. Now thousands of people have flocked to the uh, school, prompting some conversation about who exactly the gathering is for and who would be welcome. In a letter to parents, the Asbury University President Kevin Brown called the event a beautiful historic moment of spiritual renewal. And apparently it spread to a couple other campuses uh, around the country. So anyway, that's uh, what Bob was calling about right off the top. And just wanted to kind of update you on that. You may have seen some stories about it kind of in the background of uh, all of the news going on. Uh, let's see, uh, Brian, when I was a child watching Captain Kangaroo, you watched the Captain too, huh? Like I did. Uh, the mere suggestion of a drag queen story hour would have resulted in torches and pitchforks. Uh, this, this morning, yeah, I don't think the captain would have had that on this morning. I read that a Democrat in Florida wants to make a dog hanging its head out of a car window illegal. Okay, I'm not sure how those are connected, but uh, Mental Health America reports in a recent study that 21% of adults are experiencing a mental illness. 55% of adults with mental illness receive no treatment. Maybe they're too busy running for public office. <laughs> okay, there's all kind of disjointed there. I'm not sure any of those things are connected, but uh, okay, I... But there you go. That's what's on the text. It's a beautiful day. I'll agree with you there. How about that? Uh, hey, Brian, do you have the books Flags of Our Fathers? It's a good book about Iwo Jima. I do not have that, I don't think. I'm sure Ray probably knows about it. And are you doing the Muhammad Car Show live this year? Well, if they ask me, I, I can, yeah. If I'm around. I am uh, scheduled to speak over um, in the Vermilion County, uh, the FCA meeting over there coming up on, I think it's March 7th. I'm due to speak over there. But uh, that's one event I've got coming up besides all the games. And we do a lot of other events during the course of the year, but that's one of them. Yeah, Muhammad Car Show, I've done that for, for a few years here recently. 
All right, 217-356-9397 is our number. Text line at 217-351-5357. Keep those coming, man. Captain Kangaroo. I haven't thought about the captain in a while. Bunny Rabbit and Mr. Green Jeans and all those great guys. They were, uh, they were awesome. The ping pong balls, remember those? Great television, my friends. All right, 951 back after this. I want a penny for your thoughts. That bright infinity inside you Nine fifty-four. On a penny for your thoughts. CUTC folks coming up after the news here at ten. A little bit with Hickory Point Bank near the end of the show today. Judge McCuskey, now the Inspector General in Springfield, the Legislative Inspector General, will be with me uh, in the nine o'clock hour tomorrow. Ten o'clock a flashback Friday. Monday morning quarterbacks. We got Aaron Ammons, Champaign County Clerk, next week. Uh, Tom Bruno's in there somewhere. We've got Jim Dye in there somewhere. And then the following week uh, we'll be. We'll be into the Big Ten Tournament. Probably do some shows from Chicago, depending on when we play. NCAA Tournament after that. We'll probably do some shows wherever we are for that. So we got an interesting couple of weeks coming up here. By the way, Asbury, apparently, University has been involved in some other revivals. February 1905, during a blizzard, a prayer meeting in the men's dormitory spelled out to the rest of campus in the town of Wilmore, Kentucky. February 1908, revival broke out. Someone prayed in chapel. Revival lasted two weeks. February of 21, last service of a planned revival lasted until 6 a.m. Service is extended for three days. February of 1950, they went on for an uninterrupted 118 hours. March of 1958, one for 63 hours. February of 1970, March of 1992, and February of 2006, a student chapel Led to four days of continuous worship, prayer, and praise. So apparently nothing uh, new here. They've done it every few years, and it uh, took off again. 9.55. Mark is with us. How are you? Hey, I'm doing very well. Thank you, Brian, and thank you for taking my call. Okay. By the way, you do a few ball games recently, and I, I do appreciate the job you do when it comes to uh, play-by-play. You know, keeping that voice Going in the airways cannot be easy, and you and Dion make a great team, by the way. I, well, I really you. like Dion. He, he has a beautiful, smooth voice, but he has a tremendous amount of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really, really impressive. Uh, I sent you some emails a while back, right after I called a few weeks ago, concerning the vaccine. Did you get those? I don't know if I've seen them yet. Okay, well, I just sent them all again today. Okay. So they're fresh. Okay. I sent three different ones. I sent the one that uh, shows 1,700 people, athletes, young athletes, who have died after taking the vaccine from across the world. Uh, Numbers that have never happened prior, almost all being myocarditis or or heart issues. Uh, I mentioned that one of the uh, sportscasters at the World Cup died on television, and I sent you that. Uh, link. I'm not sure what the third link is. It, it, I'm not thinking what it is. Anyway, uh, it, it, it's really concerning what's come out about the vaccine that's being suppressed. And uh, 
it's nothing short of a poison of its own. So I just, it's scary because they're still pushing it and promoting it. And yet they're censoring the doctors who have come out against it for valid scientific basis. Uh, so I just, mm. I put the word out because I, I care about people. I don't trust my government anymore. And anybody who's a critical thinker should not trust this. Those who lead us, you know, wide open borders, the insanity of that. I cannot, uh, push enough okay um, but in anyway i won't keep i know it's at the end of the show um and revival by god we're in spiritual war right now it, it i hope people understand this is uh, a very interesting time to be alive and i hope they've got their ducks in a row when it comes to their savior and i hate the thought that our government is pushing us towards a nuclear war with russia okay Take care thank you sir 958 at dws I looked up a little, uh, there was uh, AP, and whether you believe AP or not, I mean, that's up to you, but it says there's a claim. Two researchers found that more than 1,500 athletes have suffered cardiac arrest since COVID-19 vaccinations began, compared to a previous average of 29 athletes per year, suggesting the vaccines are causing a dramatic rise in such cardiac deaths. The AP's assessment is that's false, they say. The researchers cited a number from a blog that lists news stories about recent deaths and medical emergencies among people of all ages from all over the world, some of which were attributed to other causes such as cancer. The previous figure, meanwhile, is from a 2006 study that specifically reviewed literature for reports of sudden cardiac deaths among athletes under age 35. Comparing the two sources with different methodologies is not scientifically sound, experts told the Associated Press. So there you go. There's the the back and forth on that. You can decide for yourself. But um, anyway, that's I think that's where that's coming from. Anyway, uh, 959 at DWS. Uh, Myers Leonard was on TMZ the other night. Harry Levin, the founder of TMZ, defended him very much. So comparing it to how the uh, Jews despised the Muslims for thousands of years, I saw the University of Illinois rabbi in the background, Dovid, also on TMZ during that story. Myers Leonard, by the way, um, is back in the NBA. He's got a 10-day contract. Of course, he was at the uh, on the U of I campus here in the last year, and we talked to the rabbi about that a little bit then. All right, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, 10 o'clock here at the Tone. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS. You can join in on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or send an email to talk at WDWS.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart. And welcome back. Hour number two of A Penny for Your Thoughts. We had some open line time in that first hour. Covered a a variety of topics. And you can continue to jump in whenever you like. 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us talk at WDWS.com. Tomorrow in the 9 o'clock slot, it'll be Mike McCuskey, former federal judge, 
and a frequent guest over the years. We'll visit with him in the first hour. We'll do our flashback Friday in hour number two, the last hour of the last Friday of the month as we do. We'll give you the topic uh, during the course of the um, latter stages of the first hour tomorrow. Monday, we've got our Monday morning quarterback show, and we've got a whole bunch of stuff next week. And then it's going to be tournament time. We've got a game tonight at 8 against Northwestern, Illini game day at 6. After sports talk, Scott Beatty's down in uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. He'll be down there for Illinois baseball during the weekend. The women played last night and lost to Nebraska, their last home game. And the men have one tonight and only one more home game after that. So we're in the uh, home stretch of all of this. While the uh, seasons are winding down, the uh, Champaign-Urbana Theater Company is just getting cranked up. And we have several guests in the studio. And let me make sure all the mics are on. i got four people using two mics. <laughs> so this is going to be interesting. And uh, let's see here. i got uh, Tanya Arazi-Combs. Hello, hello. Hello, are you? Okay. I'm great. great all to right. Be here. And you're the director, correct? I am. I am. Okay. Yeah, we're really excited. We yeah. have a, a great show in our hands. It's full of lots of comedy. It's the story of a theater critic who uh, comes home one day and discovers that his very sweet, very kind aunts have a very big secret. <laughs> uh, they're, they are a little crazier than he thought. Um, and this is the kind of show that's great for the whole family. We're, yeah. we're excited to bring it. It's called Arsenic and Old Lace. We introduce you to some of the characters here. Now, Adam, I have this clip. I pulled. This goes about a minute and a half from Arsenic and Old Lace, and I think they'll all relate to it here. So here we go. Hi, Miss Brewster. Hello, operator. Give me long distance, please. And this is my sister, another Miss Brewster. My name's Gibbs. Well, do sit down. I'm sorry, we're just setting the table for dinner. This would be a nice, comfortable chair. Oh, hello. Long distance? How about the Happydale Sanitarium, Happydale, New York? Is Brooklyn your home? I haven't got a home. Live in a hotel. Don't like it. Uh, are your family Brooklyn people? Hello, have I haven't got any family. What operator? All alone in the world. Yep. No, no. no. Well, Martha. Oh, Happy Dale. Yes. Well, you've come to just the right house. Do sit down. Dale. D, like in D. You know when you dig a lock? That's right. And yeah, A, like in arsenic. Got that? Is there always this much noise? Oh, he doesn't live with us. See the headlines, huh? Oh, please. Hello. I'd really like to see the room. I don't think I'll like it. The room's upstairs. Won't you try a glass of our wine before we start up? Never touch it. Oh, well, we, we make this ourselves. It's elderberry wine. Elderberry? I haven't tasted elderberry wine since I was a boy. Oh! Thank you. Operator! Look, I don't want the Happy Dale laundry. I want the Happy Dale sanitarium. Sanitarium, sanitarium, sanitarium. All right, that was from the uh, Cary Grant movie. That was like during World War II, I think, right? Yeah, it came yeah. out yeah. came out slightly, slightly uh, yeah. maybe... Was it 1944? U.S. is fighting Hitler in the Axis. <laughs> yeah, all that was going on at that time, so... So Arsenic and Old Lace is, so why did you choose this one? It's an interesting one to start with. Well, actually, I didn't choose it, yeah. but the company the company chose it, and I, I think it was, it's a great way of bringing in multiple generations of people. I really think it's relatable to a, a wide audience. Mm -hmm. um, well, the first show's coming up here pretty soon, right? We're coming up on uh, March 2nd, so that's a week away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long have you been rehearsing? We started at the top of January. We had auditions okay. in December, and uh, we started at the top of January. Well, we've got some of the characters here. Kelly, Barber, 
Connor T. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So yes. You're, hello. Are you a teacher? Are you a teacher? I teach at Parkland College. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except this time, uh, I'm on Abby. And it's funny, the clip you chose, uh, it just happens to be when uh, Abby Brewster and her sister Martha welcome Mr. Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Gibbs. So you're Mr. Gibbs. Yeah. Dwayne Combs. And you're Dwayne Combs. Yes. Okay. This is uh, Tanya's father, then. It is. Yeah, it okay. Is. Exactly. Yeah. So they they got you. Uh, they got you into this, huh? Yeah. Two generations. Go ahead and slide up there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So yeah. you played Mr. Gibbs in that clip we just played. That's right. Yeah. So I'm the one, the one uh, uh, guest who got away without being poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> yes, from from the from the Brewster sisters' uh, secret, he is the one that got away for now. Okay. But we might get him before the end of the show. Yeah. There's still possibility. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the uh, Brewster sisters. I then. am. Explain who they are. They're the aunts that are... Yes, so Abby and Martha Brewster, uh, two uh, spinster aunts, uh, They inherited a large sum of money from their family that goes back to Mayflower days. And uh, they have their charities, shall we say, and they raised uh, their three nephews. We have uh, Mortimer, who's the dramatic critic uh, that we're we're not real theater fans, Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny for this uh, show. (laughs) Uh, We have Teddy who actually thinks he's Teddy Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. And uh, the young man playing Teddy is hilarious. I think if, there's going to be times if people just close their eyes, uh, they will, they will when they hear him uh, say, bully, bully, delightful, they'll be like, oh, yes, that's Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> uh, and then we have Jonathan, who we don't talk about much. Yeah. He was, uh, he left home at a very young age by request. And uh, we're just two sweet little old ladies who would never harm a fly. <laughs> we might harm old, lonely men, but not a fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the Brewster sisters. Yes, the Brewster yeah. sisters. Yeah, wow. And so uh, Dr. Einstein is here. Yes. Now, this is Casey. I am here. Hello. Yeah, Casey Long. What are yes, you sir. doing? What are you doing in real life? Uh, so I run a pest control company. Okay. Uh, family owned. Mm-hmm. So you got into the role of Dr. Einstein. What, yes. what, what does he do? When uh, I so think Einstein, I think of the, uh, you know, the math, oh, but, you know. No, no. I know. Not, not Dr. that. Not Dr. Albert Einstein. I know. Dr. Herman Einstein. That's right. That's right. It's a different yes. one. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, so Dr. Einstein, uh, made famous by Peter Lorre in the film, mm-hmm. if you know the great Peter Lorre. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, Dr. Einstein is a sweet guy who got into, uh, uh, got into the wrong crowd and is uh, sort of a... Unfortunate character. Um, he is uh, he is an alcoholic. He is a plastic surgeon, um, and Jonathan is his boss. And Jonathan sort of intimidates him into doing his bidding. Mm. Uh, but Doctor Einstein is a very sweet, uh, usually played by a smaller man <laughs> than me. I am six foot four, uh, so it's very fun uh, playing against the type with that and going smaller and going softer. And uh, yeah, it's a really fun role, character role. He does love the ants. I, yes, you he do does love the, love the ants. ants. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think he loves everyone. But I, <laughs> unfortunately, he's uh, yeah. controlled by Jonathan, who's quite a terrifying mm-hmm. character. He was yeah. made famous by Boris Karloff mm-hmm. on oh, the yeah. Broadway stage. Okay. And they actually wouldn't let uh, Boris Karloff, because of his contract, they wouldn't let him be in the film. Hmm. Um, but other folks from the Broadway production could be in the film, but the, the producers wanted him to be hmm. 
because uh, he was their star. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, ahead, Boris, Kelly. Kar- Boris Karloff name, um, mm-hmm. and Raymond Massey was in the Cary Grant film. He mm-hmm. played Jonathan, uh, but the the part of Jonathan, I guess, by Joseph Castlereen, uh, the playwright. Uh, was written for Boris Karloff. And mm. so the name keeps coming up. You look like Boris Karloff. You look like Boris Karloff. Which tend, uh, Jonathan doesn't appreciate that very much. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, a, what is it? this is called a dark comedy. Is that mm-hmm. the best way yeah. to describe yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell, yeah. Kelly, by the, you're, you're kind of dramatic with your voice anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's. Well, it's, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm a, a business professor at Parkland College, so I. Uh, Yes, I have no problem projecting, yeah. enunciating. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think I'm one that volume is going to be an issue in yeah. the theater. I can tell already. <laughs> You've got kind of a dramatic voice. Tanya, how many people are in the cast? What? Uh, it's a it's a 14-person cast. Okay. Um, and we have, it's it's awesome because it's it's we have the whole age range of, of people in our cast. Um, and I think, you know, everyone has a, comes from a slightly different background. I think it, it, it was a, it's really a, a delight being in on rehearsals because mm-hmm. our cast is uh, really tight knit. We get a lot of laughs, like not only on the stage but off the stage. I mean, people are cracking jokes all the time. <laughs> I think that's one of the best parts about our particular ensemble. Mm-hmm. So this is the first show of the new season. It is. Yeah, it what, is. What's coming down the? Uh, can you say what's ahead? I so I believe that the that the summer production is the Music Man. Okay. Um, that's going to be directed by Katie Burke. Um, and so that should be really fun, and I, I really would like to encourage everyone from the community to come out and audition. That's a another great family show. Mm-hmm. Now, this particular show is going to be at the Station Theater. It so is. Tell it people, is. remind people of where the Station Theater is located. So the Station Theater is at uh, 223 North Broadway Avenue in Urbana. Um, and we, you know, we were fortunate to partner with the Station Theater to bring the CUTC show over there. Mm-hmm. Now your dad, Dwayne, is have you done a lot of performances? I mean, this is this something this is you the do? The third or? for me. The third for you? Okay. Yes. So, so you couldn't yeah. say no to your daughter then. I absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. And especially at the location at the Station Theater because mm-hmm. it's on Broadway, so it's an off-Broadway production <laughs> automatically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what have you done what what's you been with your life? What's your been your job over the years? Been a professor of English as a second language, uh, mm-hmm. have uh, taught in a few different countries, yeah. South America, Venezuela, in uh, Tunisia, North Africa. Really? So You've been all over the world then. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. know, one good thing about, I think, being in a smaller theater is for this play in particular, there's a lot of... Uh, like the facial expressions are hilarious. Uh, the young mm-hmm. the man that plays Mortimer, the dramatic critic, uh, just the looks on his face, a lot of uh, physical humor, very similar to what Cary Grant did mm-hmm. uh, in um, the movie. And so everybody's going to be able to see a lot of that, the the eyes, the surprise. that. Um, and so that's going to be one thing that's nice is having kind of a smaller audience that can is really going to be able to pick up on all of the, the physical humor and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because he did seem stressed. Yes, in the movie. <laughs> just slightly. <laughs> and he was now the, well, there's a young lady he's going to marry. Right, yes, that's at the start of the. I don't know. Uh, Martha and I do not have any idea why he's so stressed. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we just tell him to forget about it. Nothing to see there. We're yeah. just sweet old ladies, hmm. um, and nobody believes that we would ever do anything wrong. Harmful. Yeah. Wow. 
Arsenic and Old Lace at the uh, Station Theater. And uh, they start uh, start on Thursday, March 2nd. That's a week from now, 7 p.m., Friday, March 3rd, Saturday, March 4th. There's a matinee on Sunday, March 5th at 2. And then you do it all again the next weekend, uh, Thursday, March 9th at 7, Friday at 7, Saturday the 11th at 7, 2 o'clock on Sunday, March 12th. And uh, just what go to the website, I guess, if you want to. That's the best way to do it? Yeah, that's correct. So the website is cutheaterco.org. And you can pick up your tickets there. Um, and you can actually see how many tickets are, are remaining, which is kind of cool with the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, please check that out. And if there's a specific date and you feel like uh, tickets are getting low, then uh, please get them right away. We'll, we'll be really excited to see you. Um, this will be two, two, yeah, two great weekends of this. Yeah. Well, and as Tanya said, it's uh, I, maybe really young children may not get it, but it, well, it is kind of a murder mystery mm-hmm. um it really is appropriate for all ages i'm sure we'll get our share of people that remember the movie with carrie grant mm-hmm. um but i think a lot of younger people uh they'll enjoy it too and i think what's great uh, tanya is for the um champagne urbana to have a theater company i mean that's in a community our size and the talent i mean you come from different walks of life mm-hmm. No, absolutely. To put together a play. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a real pleasure working uh, with the Champaign Urbana community, um, and you know, and I want to just encourage everybody who would like to be uh, part of a theater production. You know, the Champaign Urbana Theater Company, and there are several other companies around town where you can get involved as an actor or behind the scenes. There's always a need, um, so please come out. We'd love to mm-hmm. see you out there. All right, we'll get your tickets and get ready for Arsenic and Old Lace at the Station Theater. Good luck, guys. Thanks Thank so much. So much. Very good. I was going to say you break a leg, but you've already... I bet I already did. <laughs> you've hurt your ankle or whatever. So you're already, take care of the other Yeah, take, take care of the rest of your limb there. So Very good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Tanya and Kelly and Casey and Dwayne, good to have you here. And if you miss any of this, uh, you need information on the podcast, WDWS.com, a little later. Back with more after this. All right, we're back. Well, it was a great group. Hope you get to see them. The Champagne Urbana Theater Company, Arsenic and Old Lace. If you saw the, uh, if you get, if you just Google, if you want to know what it's about generally or get a get an idea, uh, you can Google it. It's pretty easy to find on YouTube. You can find anything on YouTube that you want. So anyway, I hope you'll check them out over the next couple of weeks, a couple of weekends, Thursday through Sunday, with a matinee shows on uh, Sunday. 217-356-9397. It says, uh, hi, Brian. Uh, it was nice of Trump to show Mayor Pete where the train blew up in Ohio. I wonder if Mayor Pete will send him a thank you note. <laughs> Have a nice day. Yeah, now maybe, now maybe, I don't know. Maybe he planned to go anyway, and t- tomorrow was the, or today was the day. But it is, it is interesting, you know, that it, President Trump went yesterday, and now he shows up today. So I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way the timing worked out, but it does make people kind of go, "Hey, um, why weren't you there earlier?" But maybe he had a good reason for not. I don't know. But uh, anyway, Trump uh, kind of taking political advantage of it for sure, and saying, "Hey, I'll I'll show up there." And and uh, Mayor Pete, the uh, transportation secretary, Mr. Secretary uh, of Transportation, is going to be there uh, today. 
So we'll see what happens with that. 1028. Got a couple of tickets I need to give away. Actually, I have two pairs of tickets to the Northwestern game tonight. And we'll do that here in a little bit. 217-356-9397. Let me make sure what I've got here. I get two tickets. Pretty high up. Section 243, Section 218, uh, Row 17, Row 15. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty high up there. But you are in the building. And we'll give away those here before the end of the show. So just be listening for that. 1029, you just need to pick them up by 4 o'clock today. Uh, 1029, all pro professional expertise, plumbing, air conditioning. Residential specialists when it comes to plumbing repair, installations, and additional plumbing services. I don't know if you're like me. Two things I do not mess with. If there's a problem, I call somebody. And these will be the folks you should call if you've got a plumbing issue. One is water. One is electricity. They don't mix. I don't try to fix either one. I can. I, I just can't fix much. I just get the salt in the, in the water softener, and I change the air filter. And that's about the extent of what I do I mean, as far as stuff I can, I can handle. Electricity, water, leak, you got it. It's an issue. Uh, call the folks at All Pro. Uh, they've got uh, heating and air conditioning, plumbing, uh, plumbing services. They can replace your hot water heater, water line repair and replacement, toilet repair. Don't try that yourself, by the way. I speak from experience. Leak repairs, pipe repair and replacement, sump pump, drain cleaning, new construction plumbing. John and Blake, Miles, all the folks there uh, ready to help and serve you with what you need, home safety, inspections and cleaning, maintenance, Boilers, geothermal. It's all there. All pro heating, plumbing, and air conditioning. 1100 South Washington in Tuscola. Give them a call at 217 599 1046. 217 599 1046 for the team at All Pro Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. So uh, make sure you uh, contact those folks if you need some help in that area. Appreciate them being a sponsor here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Folks from Hickory Point Bank will be with us in a little bit. Talk about Habitat for Humanity and their support of that. Hopefully you're getting your taxes together. I was working on that last night. Uh, trying to get that done here before the uh, basketball season just ramps up another notch with the uh, tournaments coming up. Lani women uh, lost last night. Shauna Green uh, talked after the game a little bit about uh, the season and the home season and the fact that there have been so many people attending the games this year. Uh, what a vast improvement it's been in that area. Here is the coach, Shauna Green, right after the game. It's It's been incredible, you know, and that was something that I knew the first day, you know, I took this job that we wanted to get our community behind us and, and forge that relationship where it's like a family, where they feel connected to our players and so we were out in the community, I was out in the community, and just to see everyone, you know, come out and support this program and, and these young women, we just can't thank you guys enough because you've been absolutely amazing all season, and, and I want this to continue to grow, and hopefully, you know, this is 6,000, 7,000, you know, that's the norm uh, going forward. So thank you to everyone. So you had that uh, announcement uh, last night from Shauna Green after the game, thanking the community for being involved with the women's team and what an attendance uptick there has been there. And uh, news from the University of Illinois as far as football tickets, lowering uh, ticket prices, uh, season ticket prices, uh, trying to make it more affordable for families. And, uh, again, they've been working really hard on 
uh, getting the folks that sometimes are outside the stadium to come inside the stadium and to uh, get that attendance up. And, you know, as far as tickets sold, we had more people in the seats last year. There was certainly an increase, but still got, a, you know, ways to go on that. And I know Josh and uh, Cassie Arner and the team over there putting together a ticket package trying to make the price point a little lower, make it more affordable for families. I think that was the big thing I noticed going to a couple of the women's games here recently, just all the families, because the ticket prices for that were low. Um, and they were trying to get bodies in the seats, and it just created a great, great atmosphere. I'm not saying they're going that low for football, but you know, just trying to help in that regard. Because if you have a family of four for any sporting event, it's not cheap. You know, with the concessions and all the different things you have to buy, and parking and so forth, that adds up. And that's uh, especially if you're coming from a distance. So uh, I think a great move by the U of I yesterday with that announcement uh, about the ticket prices. You can read about that in the News Gazette. 1033 CBS News brought to you by Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Your ag headquarters helping you get the job done right with farm supplies and equipment, fencing, feed, and more. Wisconsin-based and family-owned since 1955. Back after this. All right, we're back on A Penny for Your Thoughts. It is 10.36. As we work our way through here, a busy Thursday. Mike McCuskey will be with us tomorrow at 9. We'll do our flashback Friday in the 10 o'clock hour tomorrow because, yes, it is the last Friday of the month already because we're into March in the middle of next week. also got a pair, two pairs, two. No parking, but i got two pairs of tickets for the game tonight. And i got to think of a question here in the next 20 minutes, so I'll figure it out. Get that to you in a little bit. Uh, Steve Talk is here from uh, Hickory Point Bank. How are you, Steve? Let me turn your mic on. You can pull that mic to you. Or Good morning, just, Brian. Just, grab, just pull it towards you there so we can. There you go. How, How are you doing? Doing well. Yeah, good. You're looking like you're ready for the game. Get I'm your... ready. In case I need to play, I've got my colors on already. <laughs> your orange and blue. That's a classic orange and blue tie, by the yeah, way. If they need help with a three-pointer, yeah. I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Senior letter, Champaign Region for Hickory Point Bank and Trust, and you've been there a couple of decades, right, doing that yeah, job? Yeah, we started almost 20 years ago. Really? February 14th of 2002. Really? I thought it's yeah. I can't believe it's going that fast. Yeah, I guess that's right. <laughs> it seems like a while to me. Yeah. Now, you brought some friends with you here today. Absolutely. Uh, Chad Hoffman is with the Habitat for Humanity. Chad, we've talked to you before. Yeah, I'm glad to be back and honored to be uh, talking a little bit more about Habitat today. Yeah, we'll do that. And uh, Tony Delport is with us, Chief Credit Officer, Hickory Point Bank and Trust. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Good morning. I'm good doing good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks yeah. for having us. You've been on the radio before? Never, ever. Never, ever. This is a first? <laughs> it okay. is. And we got a mic down in here, and she goes, I'll take the broken mic. I'm like, no, no, no. You're going to be on the live mic. So, so uh, Steve, why are we all here today? Talk about uh, Hickory Point Bank and the, and the folks here with Habitat. What's, uh, well, what's the connection? Yeah, Hickory Point is committed to enhancing the quality of life in the communities we serve. And uh, we place great emphasis on in being engaged and that our staff be engaged and that they – uh, participate on boards and be involved and volunteer for events and we've done that with Habitat. Uh, Tony's been on the 
board and she's been on women's build and about everything in between so she was uh, a great addition to bring today because she's had such a personal experience with it and it's uh, been very meaningful for tony yeah so tony not only have you uh, been with working with steve but uh, you kind of had a passion for this for habitat tell us how that got started yeah it's so funny because my passion really it wasn't really um, there at the beginning, I mostly signed up to go to a, to a um, clinic to learn skills. I had recently bought a new home, and I wanted to learn about, you know, fixing up certain different things. And and after being there, learning the things, seeing the people, learning about the mission, I, I kind of got got the bug and became kind of hooked ever since then. And, and every week since then, helping with builds and different skills mm-hmm. I could use for um, the different committees. It's been really exciting to be part of it. What skill do you like the best you've acquired? You know, it's really cool. I love putting up siding. So mm-hmm. my least desirable skill is hitting nails. I really still can't hit nails like straight, yeah. but I love putting up siding and, and having that ability to do that. It's really <laughs> neat. <laughs> now, one of the things that has happened here is uh, Hickory Point Bank is proud to have provided financing to Habitat. They got a new facility, and I think we talked to Chad about this back a few months ago, 1914 Glen Park. Talk about how your relationship with Hickory Point and then uh, your new location, how that's going. Yeah, when we talked about it months ago, it was still doing some fundraising and a capital campaign and getting into the building to support what Hickory Point has also helped us with in terms of a, a financing program. And we're now in the building. The restore is fully reopened at 1914. We're all on one floor. It's easy access for, for customers. So we really appreciate um, the support we've gotten to get into the building. But then also we're, we're really close to finalizing our offices and our construction space as well. So mm-hmm. we're we're almost fully um, integrated into that new space, and it's just been a blessing for us to be prepared with Hickory Point. And Tony, uh, involved, Tony's involvement even with Habitat has been amazing. She's been our president. She served in other roles on our board in terms of the executive committee, and she still has uh, been on the board now for eight years. So she's been a, a great asset to, to Habitat, and our partnership with Hickory Point has, has grown only with, with Tony's participation as well. When I think Habitat, I think Jimmy Carter. President Carter, and I know that um, you know his promotion of it over the years has really helped draw attention to it, hasn't it? I know we're hearing now that he's in his last days, but uh, he had a real was a real impetus for this, right? Yeah, obviously his his Christian beliefs and his support of Habitat have driven his passion for being part of our organization internationally and and throughout um, this country as well. And, you know, we're really saddened to hear of his, you know, hospice care that he's receiving now. But he has lived such a full life and 90 plus years old and and always been one of the big voices of Habitat across the country. Mm -hmm. So kind of walk through people through the specifics of what Habitat does, its mission, what the goal is, what you try to do. Yeah, I mean, Habitat's mission is seeking to, to put God's love into action. And we bring people together to build homes, community and hope. And we do that by having volunteers build houses Um, for community members that wouldn't be able to afford traditional mortgages or have ownership on their own. So we have over um, typically 100 applicants for the four to five houses we build each year, and the applicants are selected by need. It's those that need the houses the most um, that are then placed with Habitat. So, um, But it is a, a hand up at the end of the day, not a hand out. So they do receive a mortgage. It's a zero interest mortgage at the end of the day. And we do help with some down payment assistance. But it is a, a partnership program where we work hand in hand with the community in volunteering to build the house, but also the homeowner to give them the strength and financial stability to maintain that going forward. Mm-hmm. Steve Tock is with us. Uh, also, Chad Hoffman, the voice you're hearing, 
there from Habitat uh, of uh, Champaign County and Tony Delport, Chief Credit Officer with Hickory Point Bank and Trust. And Steve, I know uh, just the overall mission, but I know the bank has been a big supporter of some of the programs within Raise the Wolf and some of those other ones. Talk about your bank's involvement with those. Yeah, Raise the Wolf, I'll let Chad give the details of that, but uh, we've done that for quite a few years, and most recently we've been the major sponsor for Home Matters, Mm -hmm. and last year it was um, conducted at the job site, uh, a new house that wasn't ready to be moved into yet, but I guess it had the walls and painted and so forth, and what was so much fun was to hear the new homeowner give a testimonial and she was there with her family and and homeowners have to put in so many sweat equity hours and and learn how to take care of the house and how to finance it and how to budget and just to hear her speak to those training and the attributes and to be in their own home was brought a tear to your eye and just made it very meaningful to be a supporter. Mm. And Tony you're on the uh, women build committee talk about your role on that and why you're such a why that's so important to you I guess yeah I've been that's the women build committee is what got me hooked into habitat in the first place um, and it's, it's really important to me because I love that um, typically the construction industry is is, is filled with um, men and and women can kind of feel like they don't have the skills or or abilities to do things and so I think that the women build clinic or women clinics or women build committee allows women to feel empowered to um, take control and learn those skills and feel empowered to be able to, to do things. And we're coming together to help um, other women and other families in the community. So it's really mm-hmm. neat to see that. Chad, how many uh, Habitat homes ha- have there been built? Or what is there a current number? Or what, what are some facts and figures, I guess? Yeah, we have 125 home built in our 30-plus years of existence. And we're looking to build five homes this year um, in 2023. Um, we're wrapping up two that we started in 2022 right now. And we build in Champaign, Urbana, and this spring we'll be having uh, two Rantoul builds actually for the first time in a number of years. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited to kind of cover all of Champaign County and provide housing for those in need. Mm-hmm. And uh, Raise the Wolf, Home Matters, Women's Build. Uh, describe those for us a little bit. Yeah, so Raise the Woof is a doghouse building competition, and Hickory Point is one of our sponsors on that event for for a number of years. And we bring teams together, and they compete um, to build the best doghouse. Those that are beginners build a very basic level doghouse um, based on a template and a design. And then we have a lot of construction teams come together, construction companies in town. Born Russo, for one, as an example, will come out, and they'll really kind of put all the bells and whistles on the house and have solar lighting on a doghouse and potential plumbing that shows it running, you know, from rain, water runoff into a little dog dish and that kind of thing. So it's it's all levels come out and it's just a fun day of, of building and we think everyone deserves a home. So that obviously is is our homeowners that we serve, but also pets as well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a good way to get a, a house built, a small sample of a house kind of in one day. Um, and then additionally, Hickory Point has been our lead sponsor on the Home Matters event for a number of years, and that event transitioned a little bit during COVID to a male-only event, um, and now we're back in person, and we're doing that out of house. We really want our sponsors and our supporters to see what a house build is, because some people come and give their time and are able to volunteer on the job site, but others necessarily don't have that time, and they do just give financially. So to have that event and let people see what an in, in-process house looks like, how we build with volunteers, and have a homeowner speak is just transformative for those who support our organization 
And then the Women Build event, we're really launching a new event this year to kind of support Women Build, and it's going to be a Bike and Build event coming up in July. And that will um, will have some a station for learning electrical and potentially plumbing skills as well on site. But then it'll be a bike ride um, one weekend to um, our houses in the community. There's 125 houses. We'll go to as many as we can on a, on a planned bike ride. And then we'll also have a longer ride out to Muhammad mm-hmm. for a different weekend. It'll all be a fundraising type event as well. Yeah. Where, where can people help? Gosh, yeah, a lot, lot of ways. So we're always looking for volunteers that are restored to come help. Um, put housewares away to help potentially uh, clean up furniture, repair furniture if needed, um, just to receive things into our back door, um, to keep our hardware section cleaned up. Those are where we love volunteers. Also on our job sites, we're painting this weekend. I know I think we might be full up um, on volunteers for this weekend. But, you know, on the build site, if we can't build with volunteers, our houses become even more expensive. Mm. And that's something where we use that labor to help make it affordable for people wanting to move in. So mm-hmm. there's a couple big ways we could always use volunteers. Mm-hmm. You just go to a website? Best, yeah, cuhabitat.org, mm-hmm. and then there's a drop-down for volunteers. Mm-hmm. And, Tony, uh, I know working at a place like Hickory Point, and not only your job, but you can plug into the community this way. That oh. must mean a lot to you. Oh, for sure. And I learned so many skills and, and talents over the last 15 years at the bank. And it's so cool to be able to use the things I learned there to help out Habitat and other mm-hmm. community events. And Steve, final comment from you just with, with Hickory Point Bank. And I know not just a bank, but you want to, as a bank, be plugged into the community with things like this. I mean, absolutely, that's yeah. a reputation always, you've uh, developed. Part there. of our mission is to give back to the community. And this Habitat is uh, a great example of that. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you all here. Thanks for Thank bringing you. everybody by, and you guys did great. Yeah. Thank you Thanks for much. having us, Brian. Yeah, no, it's good to have you on very much. Appreciate Chad and Steve and Tony for being with us here this morning. Uh, Tony Delport with Hickory Point Bank, uh, Steve Tock with Hickory Point Bank, and Chad Hoffman with the Habitat for Humanity of Champaign County. Check out their website and volunteer and help them out. 1048, back in a moment. Back on a penny for your thoughts. Man, the sun is gone again. It was just there. I was. It was appropriate. That bumper was appropriate a little bit ago, but now the sun is gone again. And our temperature at 50 degrees, down to 19 tonight. All right, I do have two pairs of uh, basketball tickets. This is uh, 200 level, the old C section. It's fairly high up, but you're in the building. No parking for this, and you need to pick them up by 4 o'clock today. Just that little help. All right, I got two questions I've come up with. Uh, one is fairly easy. The other one is probably a little more tricky, but not that hard if you think about it. 217 All right, for the first pair of tickets, where did Chris Collins, who's their coach, where did he play basketball? All right, Chris Collins, coach for the Northwestern Wildcats. Where did he play his college ball? Okay, you can uh, ring in with that one, 217-356-9397. That's the first question. Okay? And then we'll move to the second question. So you get a twofer here. All right, let's let's go here. All right, where did Chris Collins go to school? Duke. Duke, you got it. Okay, there's two for you, and you can pick them up by 4 o'clock, right? Yeah, okay. Okay, yep, 2101 Fox Drive. Very good. I'll get your, your name, okay? Hang on. 
Perfect. Very good. All right. And next up, next question is what former Illinois assistant is on Chris Collins' staff? What former Illinois assistant coach is on Chris Collins' staff? All right. Who do I have here? I don't know that second one. Don't know the second one. Okay. All right. Try again. Thank you. All right. 217-356-9397. I'll give you a hint. He was a former coach at Southern Illinois. He was an assistant here. He was an assistant here. He was also assistant at Kansas State with Bruce Weber. He is now on the staff of Chris Collins at Northwestern. You know this. I know you do. 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at WDWS.com. It's not Jarence Howard. It's not Jay Price. Former Illinois assistant, became the head coach at Southern Illinois down in Carbondale. He's now back in the Big Ten. He was with Bruce out at K-State. He's going to be disappointed if you don't remember him. (laughs) 217-356-9397. And uh, let's see here. Mark, how are you? Yeah, doing good. Who is it? Uh, Coach, Coach Lowry. Chris Lowry. That's right. Very good. Okay, well, hold All on. Right. I'll, I'll get your information, okay? Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, Chris Lowry. And a lot of the uh, stuff around the coaches around the Big Ten have credited him with improving Northwestern's defense to the point that they're one of the best defensive teams in the Big Ten. But, yeah, Chris Lowry was an assistant here for Bruce Weber, went to become the coach at Southern Illinois, And uh, then wound up as an assistant at uh, Kansas State. He, he, whoever was there, Painter was there. Painter was the head coach at Southern for a while. Then he went to Purdue, of course. And then uh, Chris Lowry. And then Chris went with Bruce to K-State. Now he's back with Chris Collins. He's in the State Farm Center tonight. So the winner's there. Just pick up your two tickets here before 4 o'clock. No parking. And again, the, these are not certainly courtside seats, but uh, you know you're in the building, and uh, it's it's always fun to be there with a sea of orange, no matter where you are. So, no beams in your way. If you were at Williams Arena, you'd have a beam in your in front of you. <laughs> There's no beams at the State Farm Center. All right, thanks for playing. Let's get to uh, Brent Musburger here, and then we'll come back with more to wrap it up here on a Thursday. Back on a penny for your thoughts. We're at 10:58. Going to be windy today, so keep an eye on that. I always say not a uh, not a great day for uh, garbage cans <laughs> or grill covers or whatever the case may be today. It's going to be uh, pretty windy out there, so be careful. The Beef House, Covington, Indiana, exit four inside the Indiana State Line. Great menu items: steaks, pasta, seafood. If you like fried chicken, they've got that. But, of course, well-known for the uh, Beef House rolls. In fact, that's the they're so well-known that when you want to go to the Beef House website, it's beefhouserolls.com. That ought to tell you something right there. But, of course, known for their great steaks, too. 
And uh, they've got the dinner theaters they have during the Christmas time and over the summer. And you can be looking on that website for that. Great uh, time to get family together. If you got some guests in, maybe you're thinking about graduation here, commencement in a few months. Great place to go. Maybe on your way to Purdue for the game here in a few days. The Beef House, Exit 4, Covington, Indiana. Thanks for being with us, and we appreciate you being there each and every time. We're back tomorrow. Mike McCuskey in the first hour, Flashback Friday in the second. Talk to you tonight, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana.